his word. Oh, that would bring tears to somebody's eyes. Oh, it would. Um, and, oh, yeah, I mean, that was the strike. That wasn't just the strike of a lifetime. That was the strike of several lifetimes. <laughs> and he missed it by just a foot. He gave up too soon. He, he gave up too soon. And and this this happens, you know. Um, you know, you, you people have this tendency to stop just an inch before hitting the big one. Mm-hmm. You know, so so the moral of the story is, if you're if you're walking along and you you see a prospect hole there, and, and there's a pick laying there, well, take a swing at it. I mean, you don't know. Yeah. What have you got to lose? Yeah. It, one it, swing. It, it, it just just one more swing of the pick might have done it. Yeah. Wow. What kind of tools do you use that are different from the tools the earlier miners used or prospectors? I use a pick and a shovel uh, just like they did. Um, I don't have, I don't, you know, have fancy drills and expensive equipment and stuff because, well, if you start spending money on that sort of thing, pretty soon you run out of money. Uh, so I try not to spend money on, on uh -huh. tools and things. I use what, what I have at, at hand, uh, you know, prospector's pick, uh, rock pick, uh, shovel, pry bar, things like that. Uh, and, you know, if, if I come on a, a likely looking spot, I'll, I'll, I'll work it as best I can for as long as I can. And then when it starts getting, the rock starts getting, once you get a little farther in there, the, the rock gets harder. It's less weathered. And so then I'll quit, move on to another one. Yeah. So one, one hole is just as likely as the next, is my philosophy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I work on something that, that I can work. It sounds like you're using pretty traditional tools, similar to what the original miners worked, and oh, yeah. you're using techniques that are similar to what they did as well. That, that's that's true. Uh, they didn't have a lot of fancy equipment, and uh, neither do I. I've got pretty much the same stuff they used. <laughs> huh. Dave, I have one final question, and, and we're up against the hour. I did it. We, Dave asked yeah. about an hour would be a good length of an interview. And, boy, I hope you come back and, and come out and play with us again because I've got a thousand more questions. The final question, what do you like most or appreciate most about living in and preserving a piece of history that most of us will never get to see or even know about? Well, I, I kind of think that that um, uh, that that one day pe people are going to wake up and and wonder where their heritage is, and at at that point they're going to be more interested in history and and in what their ancestors did and how their ancestors lived, and it would really be nice if if some of that history was preserved. Because I see all around, um, a, a lot of the old uh, mining camps and things like that are, are on public land, and there's there's really no way to protect those. They they tend to deteriorate and disappear. Um, anything that's wood there gets burned for firewood by campers, and uh, any relics and things they they walk away pretty quick. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, it would really be nice if future generations had something left uh, to, 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 to look at, to, to see, to appreciate, uh, uh, 
And, and, and that's kind of what, what I'm trying to do, is to, to make sure that future generations have, have some history to, to look at. Well, you're talking to the right group of people here, Dave, because we concentrate on this station, on old-time radio and history and the and preserving. Years, uh-huh, preserving okay. what went on. We're and in the, the same business. <laughs> exactly. Just, we're, we're dealing in different products, but we're in the same business. Yeah. So you've got a very appreciative group of people with their ears on tonight. Oh, good. Now, is there something I should have asked you or that you wish I had asked you? Oh, uh, I think we did pretty good. <laughs> uh, we covered a lot of good stuff. We covered a lot of territory. Yeah. Well, you are just terrific. Dave, would you stay on the phone with us for a couple of minutes so I can properly thank you and we can say good night? Oh, uh, sure. This has been our edition of Humbug History. This is just so cool. We've been talking with Dave Burns, who is a part-time resident and caretaker of Humbug, Arizona. And we are just so fortunate to have you and so pleased that you were able to join us, Dave. Thank you so much. Thank you. I had a good time. Oh, I'm glad. We'll be hopped over in just a minute. Walden will put some music on, and, and the three of us will be able to say hi. Okay. Okay, what we're going to play next is the Fumigan Molly album, the 78 record album, The Night Before Christmas. And here we go. Now, let me see. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the day. Oh, dead rabbit. There's something wrong with this old string, Molly. There isn't any old string, McGee. Why, sure there is. Listen. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, you see, it always goes wrong on the old. I think it's your conscience, Dave. What do you mean, my conscience? Well, instead of lying there on your back playing that mail-order mandolin, you should be helping me trim this Christmas tree. Where do you think this little bell ought to go? Right up on top. Jingle bells, jingle bells. But it doesn't belong on top, McGee. That's where the big star always goes. We always put the star up on top. Well, why don't we do something different for once? We're getting in a rut. Christmas is a day when you don't want to do anything different. Christmas isn't Christmas unless you follow the good old rules and customs. Oh, you're just sentimental. Oh, and you're not, I suppose. Nope. Cold-blooded as a frozen frog. Christmas is just another day to me. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Whoop, 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 whoop. Gone it anyway. What the Why don't you play something else, dearie? Pretty Red Wing, if I may make a suggestion. What? On Christmas Eve? Haven't you got any sentiment? <laughs> well, play anything you like. I've got to go upstairs and find some more ornaments. Don't do any work on the tree till I get back. I'll try to control myself. Ah, there goes a good kid. Running her little legs off upstairs, trying to find more ornaments. But she won't find any up there. I just saw them out in the garage. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Hey, that was a pretty effect. Wonder how I did that. Oh, there's the doorbell. Come in. Hi, Mister. Oh, hello there, Teeny. Have a chair, and I'll dash off a few selections for you on my old mandolin. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, listen, I'd rather you tell me a story, Mister, about Christmas. I love Christmas stories. You do, eh? Hmm. I says you do, eh? Too hot. You love Christmas stories. I know it. 
Okay, get a good grip on yourself, sis. This is a filler. Once upon a time... Gee, that's not very original, mister. What do you mean it's not very original? Well, I got a lot of books at home, and that's the way they all start. Once upon a time. Why don't you do something different? Look, sis. A very wise woman told me once that Christmas was a day when you don't want to do anything different. Christmas is a day when you want to follow the old rules and customs. Who was the wise woman? My wife. And the reason I remembered is because she just told me not more than five minutes ago. Another ten minutes and I remember remembered it. Now, quit interrupting me, will you? Okay. Once upon a time... I like that. Good. Once upon a time, a long, long time ago, there lived a little old tailor in a little cabin in a great big forest. Oh, boy. Well, sir, one winter day, the tailor was out for a walk in the woods when he heard a funny little whimpering noise. Oh, was he scared? Nah, not a bit. He had his great big scissors right in his hand. He knew if a wildcat had attacked him, he could make a coat, vest, and two pairs of pants out of him before he could say, I'll pay you next week. Oh, what was the noise, mister? What was it? That's what the little tailor wanted to know, sis. So he peers all around. He was very nearsighted, see. But he didn't care. Because when you've fitted clothes on funny-shaped people for 40 years, you've seen everything anyway. Oh. <laughs> well, sir, all of a sudden, he peeks into a hollow stump of a tree. And there was a little bear cub, crying his little eyes out because it was so cold and he was hungry and his mama wasn't there to keep him warm. Didn't he have any fur on him? No, this was a bear bear cub, sis. He'd rubbed his fur all off trying to burrow a hole in the frozen ground that he could crawl into. Oh. So the little old tailor picks him up in his arms and tried to get him warm. But the wind was blowing too hard, and it was getting darker and colder every minute. And the little cub was too heavy to carry all the way back to his cabin. Hey, what'd he do, mister? What'd he do? What did he? Well, sir, he knew that little bear cub had to have some clothes. So he whips out his sewing kit, gathers up a lot of leaves, and was going to sew them together to make an overcoat for the little cub. Oh. Uh... But just then, a terrible thing happened. I Hmm. No, nope. worse than that. The tailor dropped all his needles in the snow. Bad enough to lose a needle in a haystack, sis, but in a thousand acres of snowdrifts, that's trouble. <laughs> that poor little bear cub. <laughs> now, 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 now. Take it easy, sis. Take it easy. I got him into this, and I can get him out. Well, sir, that little old tailor had lived in the woods so long that he and Mother Nature were great friends. And he knew she'd help him. But, gee, where could he find her in that great big forest? Why, that was easy. The bigger the forest, the closer you are to Mother Nature. So he just looked around, and there she was. Hi, Mother, he said. Hello, Taylor, she murmured. Can Mother Nature talk? She can to people who understand her, like this little old Taylor. Listen, Mother, he says. I've got to make some clothes for this little cub here, and I've lost all my needles in the snow. How about a fast crawl so I can find him? Oh, boy. Did she do it, huh? Did she, huh? Nope. Too many little wild creatures were sleeping under the snow, and she didn't want to disturb them till spring. Uh... So she waves her magic wand, and Zippo, all those trees around them sprouted needles. The tailor grabs a handful of needles, tailors a beautiful warm overcoat for the little cub, and tucks him back into the hollow stump to wait for his mother. Uh... And that's why Christmas trees are covered with needles, sis all year round to remind people that there might be other creatures that are cold and hungry and why not spread the good things around
Oh, McGee, I heard that story and I loved every word of it. Oh, hi. And we're going to turn down Fibber McGee and Molly, and we're back, everybody. Hello, Patricia. Oh, Walden. Hi, everybody. You can pick up the phone and you can call now. Hurry up. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Right, you have 30 minutes with us before we go off to our next special guest. Call fast, call often. Yeah, what? call call often and call fast. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. That too. What a wonderful guest that man is. I just enjoyed that so much. Yeah. It was super. The time. 714 just in case you don't know that number by heart. Maybe it is, because if you just listen to the Friday night show... We don't give that number as often until we do the Saturday night show. Yeah. It's the same number. You know, that's really interesting. How many people remember that we were going to be on Friday night this this week and next week? Well, we, anyway, we, we've got we, some... we, you know, though, it been, you and I have been together. For two years. Three years Christmas time. How many? How many? Three, three Christmases. Well, three Christmases, yes. Yeah. For sure. And For sure. two years solid, you so, poor guy. Years. Well, you, you're, you're my steady. What can I say? You, <sighs> you put up with me for two solid years. I think it's the other way around. Ah. And, <laughs> and you know, I, I actually, the Christmases we might have, have been four. We might have done it four years ago. Yes, and, we did. Yeah. Hello there. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I remembered. You do? Yeah, I remember. What do you remember? On tonight. Well, see... Good for you, Charles. You just never let us down. How are you doing? All right, you? I am fine, thank you. Merry Christmas and all that kind of stuff. Yes, Merry Christmas. As Fibber would say, and stuff like that there. And all that stuff, yes. And stuff like that there. So what are you doing tonight besides listening to us and I have lots of Christmas questions and trivia and stuff like that there again? Well, let's see. I watched a couple movies earlier. Oh, what did you watch? Well, I got, well, of course, I got the, uh, I don't know if I got, I guess I could say Netflix and all that. I got one of those players, I don't know if you ever heard of it, called Roku. No. It's the, uh, well, it's been out for years, but I finally got it. I think, well, I usually buy myself a birthday gift, Christmas gift. And it's a little box, a little black box, which it is, <laughs> and that you hook up the internet to it, and it's, it, it hooks up to your TV like a VCR or a DVD player, uh-huh. and, and you can get, well, they call them apps, you can get, like, normally people would watch it on the computer. Uh-huh. They're internet apps, you know, like Netflix, Hula, has TVs and shows and movies and all that, but it hooks up to your TV. And they got about 300 apps, and a lot of them are free. Well, how Netflix isn't, because you got to subscribe to Netflix, and you get the streaming. Charles, you and I have something in common. Oh, my God, you know, I don't mean to interrupt, but, Mike, it's like, well, they had it on the uh, shopping channel, was a Today Spot, I didn't get it there. Uh-huh. They were, sh- they were su- selling the Wi-Fi one, and I wanted an internet cable, <laughs> which hooks up to the router, so I went to Target and got it. And it's like, oh my God! It's got Netflix, as I said, Hulu, Hulu, Crackle, a movie theme called Crackle, free movies. Uh-huh. And then there's other movie sites on there, classic movies, which I never even heard. Of, classic TV shows, which oh my God! I'm surprised I I sleep. <clears throat> <laughs> So am I. I started to say a minute ago, we have something in common. We can sniff out the word free 
where it's hiding anywhere. We can... As I, yeah, some, as I said, some you have to pay for, like Netflix. But, of course, if you're a member, you get the streaming they offer, so it's... And that, so it's, it's worth it. Yeah. It's like that. Like there's one site, one site called I don't know what that's called. Rub, Rub Hub Dub or something like that. They got movies like and TV shows that they never air. I never even heard. Well, TV shows I've heard of that they have, but the movies are like, oh my god. You're you're too young for them. Well, I'm 45, but half of them I'm into that. It's like the, even the old TV shows. Oh, look at what I like. I like today's TV, some TV shows today, but it's like. The old shows, it's like the ones like I've heard of but never really watched. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite old television show? Oh, boy. <laughs> why does she, why does she got to make me ask a hard question? I know. Hard questions? How, oh, my God. Because, you know, I got so many in a way. All right, close your eyes and pick one. Oh, pick one. Oh, jeez. Yeah, oh, boy. It comes off old. your head. Oh, man. Oh, Charles, you can do it. I have faith. This dead air has been sponsored by... <laughs> I got a... Well, I got four DVDs of it, but of course I'm watching on Antenna TV. I'm still... I still enjoy Jack Benny. Uh-huh. And it's the Honeymooners. And the Honeymooners, too. Okay. Only 39 episodes, but it's, it's, you can remember every one of them. I got them on DVD, and of course, I don't know if it's, I guess it's an old show, Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed is an old show with Alan Young. And Alan, and... But I, I was wondering, because maybe the Mr. Know-it-all, Walden, can uh, answer it. Yeah. I watched Jack Benny. Yeah. Why, I know Mary Livingston was on some of the TV shows. Correct. Is, I, I might know the answer, but I'll ask. Bill Harris never went to the TV show. Correct. He was, he, um... He was gone by then? Yeah. Oh, okay. Pretty much. You know, he left Benny's regular family by 1952. Then Bob Crosby. Bob Crosby, yeah. And, <laughs> and Bob, you know, remember, if you look at the, the catalogs, um, Benny, when he started the TV show in 1950, it was not every week. It was like once a month, and eventually once every other week. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh. In, in the early days of TV, uh, a, lot of, a lot of the shows were not every week. They were either once a month or once every six weeks. Jeez. Or uh, once every two weeks. And they would alternate. Mm. Um, like, you know, the Code Comedy Hour, everybody talks about it, and it had six stars, but they rotated. So you got to see your favorite star once every six weeks or so. So that's how come they could afford six stars. Uh-huh. Uh, you're sounding a little weak to me. Are you up to your microphone? Uh, I am over here. Aha, uh-huh. there you go, yeah, you I little said. ref. Yeah, I know. I was just sitting over there. You were just kind of leaning. Uh-huh, yeah. And Joe Cool. Yeah, but anyway, so if you look at the history, I and then I think it really took a toll, the TV did, on Jack Benny's radio show, if you listen to the last season, 1954-55, the, the radio show didn't seem to have the same spark. And maybe because the writing, they hired two more additional writers, and they had six writers try and handle both radio and TV. And maybe it was just way too much. Hmm. Did they recycle this on radio when they got to the later years? Occasionally they did, yeah. 
Uh-huh. Or else... Pay off on ones. Or else, they, I would see an old radio script, and uh -huh. ten years later, they have sort of redo it. Yeah, redo it, yes. Uh-huh. That, that was what I tripped into you, and you were answering my question. I was going to ask if they took old scripts and reworked them. Sometimes with the same guest. There's a Joyce Jessel. There's a, they pretty much used the same script with him, ten years spread. Huh. Yeah. Assuming, of course, that there would not be people like Walden Hughes in the world who will listen to all of these <laughs> shows. Yeah, I listen to most of them, yeah. So, and I notice even with the TV shows, they're about, it's the, the radio shows and the TV shows are almost the same where, you know, the TV shows are written different than the radio show, but it all is like almost the same. Uh-huh. Similar storyline? Yeah. Uh-huh. But unfortunately, I, and to show the channel like get Antenna TV only has 98 show episodes, and they're already repeating them. Well, the nice thing about it, they're negotiation releasing a whole bunch more. Uh, I've been in the crew. Usually has the Jack Benny TV archive, and uh, I've been asked to help handled the book, The Burning on More TV Station, so we're waiting for them to digitally remaster the master film. Once they do, then we'll be able to issue those out to TV stations again. So there's a lot yeah. more in the archives that's never been seen. Well, I wouldn't go, TV land stinks in my opinion. I don't even watch, I used to be like, a, well, that channel antenna TV, they're just showing the classic 50s and all, 60s and that. That's what, you see, look, I was really amazed. I didn't realize this until study TV a year ago that how many of the classic TV channels mm. have moved on to more, moved away from the 60s and 70s and are now think old TV is 1980. I know, and... Yeah, to all, you know, TV Link, when they first started, they used to have Burns and Allen, Hazel mm -hmm. and all that, you know, Sunday mornings used to be old shows and, of course, they didn't have that many because I guess, well, and that, and now a couple years later, they dropped them, and as you said, they're 80s, 90s, and now reality shows yep. on TV land. Mm -hmm. Game Show Network used to be used to be like that too. Um, we talked last week. I mentioned that it gets a little scary when I turn on an an oldies but goodies radio station, and the oldies but goodies are the 80s and 90s. Uh huh. Hello. Uh huh. Or 2009, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know what, guys? Yeah. If they said oldies but goodies and they're 19, none of us recognize the songs anyway. <laughs> We're basically doing other things. Well, I really like the 80s music. You know. I never thought of it in terms of oldies. <laughs> you know, I mean, I like the 50s as well, and yeah. I like some of the 40s, but... Yeah. Boy, when they get to I, uh, 80s and 90s and it's, and it's bad stuff, I don't know. Well, so do you want a question? I don't know. I like the 40s, 50s, and 70s. The 60s, some songs. 80s was all right. Nine, today's music, about 98% of it stinks. Yeah, well, we've got two stinks and... <laughs> well, I, I could now, now, else, but I don't, don't want to... With my delicate ears, I love the 40s and 50s because I can understand every single cotton-picking word they say. Uh-huh. Today, it's like, what? Yeah. Huh? Oobity, uh, oobity, baby, baby, oobity, yeah. baby, baby. And they're talking, they're, talking some Amen, echo, yeah. they're talking some echo chamber, and I said, I have no idea what the distorted. Uh, yeah. Scre screaming into the mic, and it's like, what? You have to chew and nibble on the microphone in order to make the proper noise. Okay, Charles, are you ready for a question? Uh, I thought you already gave me a question. 
What was my oh, on no, the no. Oh. It's for your CD. Oh. Oh, you've already... I, 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 I called Walden before we talked off air. Oh, nice and all that. <laughs> yeah, well, it was. It was. Thank you. And that, and, and I, I was sick because I won that CD or DVD from Mike Handy. Mm-hmm. And he ma I, I won it Saturday, and I got it Tuesday in the mail. He's a lot better than I am. I didn't say that. I didn't say nothing bad. Yeah, I know, but you were thinking it. Because I said to Walden, I said, oh, I better not say that. But I did. I know what you were thinking, Charles. I can read mine. <laughs> I'm going to make a fortune with mind reading. Okay, here we go. Here we go. You'll make you'll be fortune. You'll be rich reading my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Good, huh? Fertile ground. Okay. The three chipmunks sang the chipmunk song. You see how good I'm being here? You know what the chipmunks do to me. They make my hair hurt. Okay. The three chipmunks sang the chipmunk song that opened with Christmas, Christmas time is here, time for toys, and time for cheer. Name the three chipmunks. You should name them? Uh-huh. Oh. Diamond. Right. Theodore. Very good. And Albert. Oh, right. You are good. Right. Right. I don't even like the chipmunks, and I get stuck on one. <laughs> well, Mike Candy played a great song the other night about the chipmunks. What did he play? I don't know who sang it. I think Walter was in. Thursday, yeah, last night. Mm -hmm. See, now I think it's tonight, Saturday night. Now I'm all confused. I know, he's confused. Tonight is Saturday night, and I'm yeah. <laughs> He played, I don't know who the heck signed it, but it was about roasting the chipmunks. Well, this is good. I missed a good one. And while we were talking about you all week in shop, but you never came. Yeah, well. I guess you were busy watching bowl games or something. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We are waiting <laughs> for it. Uh, no, this, this, this is, no, this is the truth now. Oh. Like, no, it's going to be making me more confused because you're on tonight, Friday night, well, now Saturday. Uh -huh. Sunday's Christmas. Right. Saturday, forgive me for saying it, but NFL is on tomorrow. You know, it's really going to be making me messed up. Charles. Tomorrow, I'll think it's Sunday tomorrow. What did you just say? I said forgive me for saying it. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> no forgiveness here for something like that. What kind of what kind of CD would you like? You've got the South African suspense shows coming. What else would you like? I don't know. I got everything else. All right, then I'll just cross you off the list. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't done that already. <laughs> Let's see now. I don't know. See, I got think, what have I shows. Hmm. What have I got that would make you happy? Um, are you into comedies? I'm into everything. You can sing football no, games. <laughs> I found some really terrible shows. I found some detective shows. She ignored that, Walden. Did you hear that? Uh-huh. What? See? <laughs> what? I proposed that you should sing some ask, ask, ask me that question again, Patricia. What would you like? What am I into? Yeah. What? Then Walden said... We can sing some football games. Oh, see, I didn't hear that because he was talking away from his microphone again. That's true. <laughs> you guys are against me tonight. I'm getting paranoid. Oh, no. and, just, and just think, it's only it's the night one of three. All right, now here's something fun. Ron in Hawaii asked for this. The Clyde Deity Circus Show. What do you think? 
Never heard of it. Well, I never did either, but <laughs> I found it. So happy that I found it, and I didn't even know what I was looking for. But I found it. Who's in it? Clyde Beatty, the circus guy. I don't even know who it is. I, Clyde Beatty and the Ringling Brothers were... Oh. They made the rounds at the same time. They were two different circuses, but the Clyde Beatty and his something or other circus uh, made the rounds. They were on the circuit at the same time. The Ringling Brothers were out, and of course the Ringling Brothers are still in operation, but Clyde Beatty is not. But um, he was a lion tamer, and he did the big lion act in his circus. I guess it was a pretty good circus. Well, I guess I can't, you're not really excited about that one, I can tell. <laughs> you're really wound up on that. Are you into history or drama or? I like it, yeah, I, I love it all, yes. You love it all. All right, so I will just put down the word surprise him. How about that? Whatever. <laughs> you're taking lessons. Fine, yes. Okay, Charles. I will surprise you. You will have something extra along with the South African suspense stories that I've got. Thank you uh, to Nolan for that. He sent them to me. And um, your obligation is to listen to us at least for a little while tomorrow. Oh, I, I, honestly, I don't, because uh, there's a live show on another channel, which some of the regulars listen to that on. Oh, from here to over there. Excuse? They're on during the afternoon, I think. I'm planning on listening to that, then that'll be that'll be over well before you come on. So. Excuse me. What? Excuse me. You switch us off. No, I got two. I got to listen to the internet and Wi-Fi radio. Oh, you have two ears, so you put one of us. That's in. Yeah. That sounds okay to me. Okay, Charles, go forth, behave yourself. Santa's coming tomorrow night, and we will be here. So you give us a call tomorrow night. Okay, go ahead. It's your job. Yeah, football should be over by then, yeah. Oh, Charles. <laughs> call us tomorrow night. <laughs> my call, I might call later. Charles, you may call later. Garashi again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All in good fun. Do that. Give us a call later. I'm sure the I'm sure the owner of the station's listening, so I have to be good. We'll have to wake him up in a couple of minutes, yeah. Going to be talking with uh, Kim and Bill in just a couple of minutes. So go forth, go to your room, give us a call later, and uh, I will put a surprise in your envelope. Uh-oh. Okay? I don't know, can you get cold in there? Charles? <laughs> <laughs>